Hey everyone, it is good to be talking to you. It is a pleasure to be here. Thanks for listening. Seriously, I am not angry. This is Scott, your host. I really do appreciate that you guys are taking time out of your day to listen while you're driving to work, maybe, or just cleaning the kitchen or the house. Thanks again for listening. And we're going to dive right into this week's subject. And we're going to be talking about the idea of leadership. The idea of leadership. And I'm calling it the idea of leadership for this reason. I, I, I mean, I thought of this and I've been thinking about this for maybe five or six weeks now. Uh, I've had this this podcast in mind and I've thought about it and I've been looking at it and thinking about it because whether you're an employee, whether you're the owner, whether you're in a management position, maybe you're a mom, a dad, an uncle, you're in a type of leadership position, whether you realize it or not. And, and, and I find it funny because when I was, and I'm just going to go back to when I was fresh out of college, we won't say how many years ago that was, but when I was fresh out of college, I probably went through 20 some books in like a year and a half on leadership books. I You could not tear these books away from me, especially if it was like a Maxwell book, John Maxwell. If you've heard of John Maxwell, he was the big name when I came out of college on leadership. Uh, he was a really big name. I'm trying to think. There were some other big names then as well and I would read any book I could get my hands on on leadership and as I've gotten older and as I have been in different positions and as I have begin to realize a few things one leadership is a funny thing many as you are in the workplace, and, and I've realized Kroger's has done this, Walmart has done this, I think other s- box stores have done this. I call them box stores because that's what they are. Walmart, Home Depot, Lowe's. Uh, Kroger's is, is more of a grocery store. I don't know if if I'd call it a box store. or Maybe it is. I don't know. Uh, but it's definitely a grocery store. I don't know that. Do we call grocery store box stores? I'll have to look that up. That's an interesting... Hmm. Anywho. But they're beginning to call their management teams leads instead of managers. They're they're calling them leads or leaders because they want those who are under them in... And I don't say that as a slur or anything bad. That's that's just how the, you know, the chain of command goes. 
the chain of command is this person is above this person is below and, and that's how it should be somebody needs to be in charge if nobody's in charge things are going to fall apart and so they want them to look up and say oh that is my leader that's my manager but instead of calling a manager they're going to call them leaders that I'm sure there's a psychological reason behind it. I haven't dived real deep into it, and uh, I don't have the ability to call and ask their their people why they're they're doing that. But instead of calling their store managers managers, they're calling them leaders. I don't know that they're necessarily doing that uh, on a level of. You know, if you go in and ask for a manager, they're going to be like, oh, they're called leaders, sir, or ma'am, or whatever. But they're calling them leaders. So why? Because they want you as an employee to look at them as leaders. But what makes a person an actual leader? Is it if I say I'm your leader, you're going to say, great. I have a leader now. I will follow you. And does that make you a good leader? Does that make you a good leader? I don't think it does necessarily. I don't think just by putting somebody in that position makes you necessarily a good leader. And we look at history. Let's look at history for just a second. In the history of the world... As we know it, when kings would die, normally their sons or daughters would take over and become the next king or queen of the nation. They would take over and become the leader of that nation. And so, if that son was a good leader, the nation would thrive and would do great and go on and do great things. If they were a so-and-so leader, they would stay status quo and do okay. If they were poor, the nation would crumble and be taken over and fall and we would see this time and time again I mean, let's 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 take a look let's just take greece for example now greece is an interesting example because you have for example alexander the great let's just take alexander the great i i love the history of of greece alexander the great his father dies there's, there's some questionable things on why his dad died. We're not going to get into the reason he died. <laughs> We're not a podcast of, of history buffs here. Well, maybe we are. But we're not going to get into why he died. There is some speculations to why Alexander's dad may have died. There may have been perhaps some foul play. Maybe not, maybe so, but anyways, he dies. Alexander the Great takes over. So Alexander the Great takes over Greece. 
Greece. What does he do? He conquers the world. He takes over the world. Once he takes over the world, he cries because he says there's no other place to take over. Then he gets sick and he dies. But here's what's interesting. He had no one else to take over. So, so Greece is then divided up into kind of like four sections and is divided up among the four generals that Alexander had and is becomes very weak among these generals and the Roman Empire takes it over because they were not very good leaders, these generals. They were just okay leaders, but it had one of them stood up and said, I will take over. Maybe Greek would have put up a better fight. I mean, they put up an okay fight, but, and I'm giving you a very brief, so I don't want one of you history buffs to come back and say, oh, that's not how it, you just totally messed that up. I, I could go into the history of Israel even better with the, the Davidic line of David and then Solomon and then Solomon's son and, and how he was just a horrible leader and that then divided Israel into two countries as well. But how do we become good leaders? How do we as individuals become leaders? How do we develop good leadership inside and outside the church then? How does this happen? Is it a natural thing? Are we born as good leaders? And, and I think the answer to that is yes and no. I think, well, I don't think, I know that some people are naturally born leaders. And we see this as we grow up. We see this on the playground, in schoolyards, that there are people who are just natural at being leaders. That they're naturally good leaders. And they're very good at, at being able to, to control the situation around them. Not control people. That's not what I said. But control the situation around them. And what do I mean by that? They're able to look around them and say, hey, let's, why don't we gather around and let's play kickball and, and it's really nice and let's gather a group of people and, and we'll divvy it up and, and I choose so-and-so and, and, and hey, Bob or Susie or, or you, you, you be a team captain and you can do this. I mean, that's how it worked when I was a kid. I don't know. Maybe they don't do that anymore and you can tell me if they don't, but that's how it worked when I was a kid. You know, we'd all go gather around and and someone would, would say, I want to play kickball, and a bunch of people would say, okay, and somebody else would say, I'll be a team captain, and somebody else would say, I'll be the other, and they'd pick teams, and you'd hope not to be picked last. But, I mean, in gym class, it was also gym teacher, but, you know, on the playground, you didn't have that. Eh, somebody else would go play on the swings because they don't want to play kickball. But, but there are people that are just natural leaders, and they thrive on that. And they, they do have to be trained then at some point and they have to learn how to, to become better leaders. It, it's like the natural athlete. A natural athlete is, is good on their own 
and they're going to thrive once they get a good coach. And let's take a look at it. The, the natural athlete is good on their own. And you take someone who's good on their own. And you take that naturally good athlete. And they're going to survive very well in junior high and high school uh, baseball or football or basketball, whatever their sport is that they choose to play in. And they're going to do very good under whatever coach they're under. And no, I'm not belittling high school coaches, but when they get to the elite college level and they're under the training of that elite coach at college, they're going to experience a level and they're going to go to a completely different level they didn't even know they could go to. Because you're going to put that natural level, that God-given ability that they were born with, with a training they've never had before, at the natural peak level that they're at, and it's going to take them to a new height. And that's, that's, that's leadership. When you take the natural leadership of somebody and you train them, it's going to take them to a whole new level. Now, let's take the average person who maybe doesn't have that natural leadership ability, but they're, they're just, you know, they're, they're just the average person. And I, I have several friends who are like, I'm not a leader. And I'm like, that's okay. You don't have to be a leader, but, but you are going to have situations where you need to be a leader. And they're like, I don't want to be a leader, but, but guess what? There are points in our lives where you're going to have to be a leader, whether you want to be or don't. And and this is whether you're a Christian or not a Christian. And I want you to pay attention here. If you're a dad or a mom, you are a leader in your household, mom and dad. You are in charge of that child you have. You are in charge of bringing that young child up and making sure that they understand what is right and wrong, that they understand that they can't just go into a store and take whatever they want and walk out those doors without paying for it. There's leadership in that. You're training them to become a good citizen. And you're going to say, yeah, but isn't that also the village job? The village is there to help me bring them up. And this idea of it takes a village to bring up a child is kind of a a strange idea. So about a decade, maybe 15 years ago, this idea was brought into this country. It takes a village to bring up your child. Where did this idea come from? I, I, the, the idea was said, 
well, it came from the tribesmen, it came from ancient history, it came from this and it came from that, it came from all sorts of places. That's what we're told. But the ultimate responsibility has been and always will be on mom and dad's shoulders and has always been on mom and dad's shoulders. Mom and dad, you are the leaders of your household. It is your responsibility as a mom and dad to bring up your child. It is not the responsibility of the church. It is not the responsibility of the school. It is not the responsibility of your neighbor to bring up your child. Yes, the school will help educate your child, but it is also your responsibility to help your child understand what the school is teaching them at the end. It is your responsibility to make sure that your child is ingrained with the, the truth, if you're a Christian, with the truth and biblical truth that you want them to have. It is your responsibility to make sure. So leaders, let's get to the point here. I've, I, I've talked a lot about the natural, but let's talk about how do we become the leaders that we need to be. Who is a leader? We're all leaders. We're all leaders in one way or another, whether you're in one way or another. A leader is someone, I'm, I'm going to get to the definition now, we're, we're about 18 minutes into this, and you're like, where is the definition? A leader is a person who's going to come beside you, is going to say, let's do this. I'm with you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to teach you. I'm going to lift you up. And even when I am not with you, I'm with you. Even when I'm not with you, what does that mean? That I will be there for you. I've got your back. A leader will take you where you don't think you can go. A leader is going to help you. A leader is going to lead you to places you don't think you can go and take you even further. A leader doesn't tell you what to do. A boss will tell you what to do. A boss will tell you what to do. A boss isn't going to help you. A boss will only tell you what to do. So don't mess up the idea of what a boss and a leader is. But a leader is going to guide you, is going to instruct you, is going to be there for you, and is going to help you. A leader will train you, guide you, direct you, and be there for you. True leadership is found in the gospel of Christ. Yeah, I went there. I went there. 
19 minutes into this, almost 20 minutes into, I got there. Christ shows us leadership. Christ walked with his disciples. He taught his disciples. He was with his disciples. He told his disciples, I'm with you always. I am going to go with you. And guess what? I will be there for you. I will be there with you. And everything you're going to go through, I'm going to go through. I will suffer the cross. I will die on the cross. And many of you will have to go through the same thing I'm going through. Because a leader... is no greater than those under him. Think about that. A leader is not greater and does not think of him or herself greater than those under him or her. We have an issue in this society of people wanting to be leaders and not knowing what a leader is. They've got it messed up in their head and they think leadership is telling people what to do. They think leadership is all about being the boss. Well, being the boss means nothing if all you're doing is telling people what to do and looking high and mighty. True leadership is sacrificial. True leadership is is being there for your people. And helping them out. True leadership is listening to those underneath you. And being there to help them when they need you. And being ready to help them. True leadership means you've been there and you understand what they're going through. Leadership isn't about being better. But leadership is all about helping, guiding, and directing. I can be a boss any day of the day and tell somebody what to do and walk away and then yell at them when they don't do it. Anybody can have a kid and yell at that child when it doesn't do what they want. Anybody can have a child and yell at that child in the store when it's it's crying Because that child isn't getting what it wants in the store. But a true leader is going to get on its knees, look that child in the eyes, and say, Look, just because you're not getting the toy that you want today doesn't mean you have to cry about it. It's okay. We don't always get what we want, but we don't have to cry about it. We don't... Leaders aren't about yelling and screaming at others. Leaders are about being calm, cool, and collective. Now, are we ready to be leaders in the church? Are we ready to be leaders in this world? Are we ready to say, you know what, I may not be high up in the management chain. I may not even be in management positions, but I sure am ready to be a leader where I'm at. 
I'm ready to help lead the people where I'm at. I want to challenge us today to be leaders wherever we're at. Because it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter who you are. You can be a leader wherever you're at. And you may say, I'm not not naturally a leader. That's okay. You don't have to naturally be a leader. You can just be a leader. Be a leader. Be a leader. Hey, it's been a joy talking to you guys. I love you guys. As always, I will be back next week. And uh, please do uh, do share this on your social media, Facebook, share it, put it on blast. That's what the young kids are saying today, I'm told. I am neither a kid nor am I young. I just like to pretend to be young. So, but the more you put this out on Facebook and share it, uh, the more it helps me get out there. And uh, I really do appreciate, I appreciate you guys. Uh, Have a good and safe week. I will talk to you guys later.